Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, in today's podcast, which is done by request, we're going to kind of look back at paradigms, those uh, beliefs, those concepts, your philosophy that drive you, even unconsciously. We did a podcast uh, er, later in the year, uh, last year, and it was well-received on paradigms. But I, I want to take a different twist. What would happen? What would happen if you started staying more objective in your life? You started listening to mentors, coaches in your life, and you actually tried to get off the crazy train. I know everybody right now that is in quarantine or self-quarantine or stay at home and doing social distancing and washing their hands more times than their mom and grandma begged them to when they were a kid. I know right now everyone, you know, is up in arms. There's chaos. There's uncertainty. There's anxiety about what's going on the next day, much less the next week, month, or year. And now is the time to start taking that time because you're at home doing some self-inventory. Why aren't you working with a coach? Why aren't you working with a mentor? What would happen if you really, hey, I've always wanted to do X, Y, and Z. I always wanted to be a rock star. What would it take for you to go out and be a rock star, to start being a musician? What would it take? I want to go back to school. Um, I want to change my career. I want to change my health. What would it take if you started really doing some self-inventory and changing your life? What would happen? I always think back to the, uh, the Jetsons cartoon. The Jetsons cartoon was based on what the world would be like in the future. And it's an older cartoon. I know a lot of the millennials and even some of the Gen X don't remember it. But it was a cartoon that came out in the 60s and 70s. And there were some in the 80s. Basically, that they had microwave society. Everything ran for them. And if they needed exercise, well, they got out and they went on a treadmill in the middle of the air. And they would walk their dog. And, of course, George Jetson, the... The father, the protagonist in this, gets stuck and starts screaming for his wife, Jane, to get him off this crazy thing. And that's kind of been a colloquialism, a vernacular, for when things are going crazy, going wrong, get me off this thing, Jane. Um, get me at, Where can I take the exit? Where can I just change course? And I want to start looking at that you can, right now, change things. You can change things. Well, Fred, I need to bring this money home and all that. Well, you know, a lot of people are not working right now. And did the world blow up? No, it didn't. It's still around. I just looked out the window. It's still there. So what things can you change? What do you really want out of life? What are some of the steps you could take right now today? Listen to this podcast. Go get a piece of paper. Go get a notebook. Go get a pen and a pencil. And let's start working through what you can change. What would happen if you tried a different way at self-improvement, bettering your life? What would happen if you accept guidance and help from the outside and get you out of your self-imposed 
prison, the box you put yourself in. The world didn't put you in this box. You put yourself in the box. What would happen if you wrote out the pros and cons objectively, not with emotion, just what is going on? Take off your filters, take off your glasses, look around and say, okay, what is really going on? And do I really like the position I'm in? How do I start working my way out of it? It's amazing that some people will put themselves in a box. They will put themselves in this prison and they will put blinders on and they won't see reality. They won't hear things. Sometimes for years or decades later, and then it hits them. Oh, you know, this makes sense. This is why this happened to me. Oh, I accept some truth now. Well, the truth has always been around. When are you going to sit around and ask for help? Because a lot of times... There'll be people that'll come in your life, coaches, doctors, teachers. There'll be people, friends, family that will give you great advice, that will give you the answer to all your problems, and you will blow them off. Many times you won't even remember the conversation. I've been life coaching for decades, and I've been coaching power lifters, um, athletes, uh, world champion athletes. I've been coaching uh, doctors in business and in clinical. Um, I do clinical consulting where doctors will send me their toughest cases, MRIs, CAT scans, and I'll go through it with them and help them get uh, to a better conclusion and uh, better treatment options for the patient. And I've been doing this for a very long time, so it's kind of like being a Sherlock Holmes. And what's amazing is I'll work with people and I'll tell them, absolutely, here's, the, here's your problem in life. Here's your problem for next week. Here's your problem in lifting. Here's your problem X, Y, Z. Write it out. Show them. Show them five different angles because everyone needs a different viewpoint. I'll show them five different angles that this is correct. And they'll walk away from it because they're locked into their own beliefs. They can't see it. It's a control thing. I don't know if it's a, you know, a uh, birth order thing, you know, a rebel thing. I, you know, honestly, I really don't care because, you know, I try to give this full information to them and they're not ready to receive it. That we do know. They don't, they don't, they're not ready to receive it. And five years later, five months later, five days later, they're like, oh, I'm ready now. And you give them the same thing because they're still in the same position, just a little more upset, a little older, a little wrinklier, and a little beat up. And you give them the same information, and then maybe they act on it, and like you've done a miracle. And I'm like, well, I did a miracle five years ago when I gave you this information. And it's, it's very unique how human psychology is in just being a human behavior that people will, will step on the truth as they bend down to pick up a lie. They will step on, they will miss it, they can't see the truth, what they need, but they will pick up a lie that validates their current beliefs. And that lie will continue, and they will hang out people that support that lie or that delusion. You know, So it's important to really look at who you have around you, who's giving you good information. And yes, there's always those people that are going to be hypercritical and they go the other way, and they're giving you a lie too, but it's, it's being too negative. You need someone who's objective around you. So what can you do? Well, the first step is to go ahead and dream it. Let your mind go. Just start writing things down. If money was not an option, time was not an option, if you were 21 again, 
write down what you would go for. What would you do? What do you really want? And that's tough. And a lot of people say, oh, I'd love a million bucks. Now, what does that million dollars bring you? Does it mean more travel? Does it mean more education? I mean, what does that mean to you? Put that in there. What are you really want? Do you want more respect? Do you want more pride? Do you want more happiness? Do you want more joy? Do you want more peace? What does that look like? You may, you may be on this for days to weeks writing these things out. A lot of people, especially when they're trying to change careers, it's not the job so much they don't like. It may be the environment. You may find out you're, you, know, you don't mind being a tow truck driver, but you're in the wrong city. So, again, those are the things you have to work on. Work on your dream. Go back to the dream you had in junior high and high school and college. Work that through again, and now we'll take a look at it and refine it. Write down all the possibilities for yourself, your family, for others that are around you. So that's one thing you can start working on. The next step is sometimes the hardest one, and that's actually believing that you can achieve your, belie- your dream. You have to believe that you can achieve your dream. Now, people say, well, a million dollars. Well, actually, you can make a million dollars over so many years if that's your goal. You're going to find out that that's not a good dream. That's not a good goal to motivate most people. So, so going through and say, okay, I can achieve this. And what you have to do is you have to write down things that, you know, who do I, what, what skills do I have to learn? What people do I have to have around me to learn these things? I uh, worked out with a guy, um, oh, 1990s, and, uh, you know, his name was Chester, and he's in a lot of the West Side movies and the West Side DVDs, and he was a very good uh, power lifter, um, but he, he trained with us. He was one of my training partners, and in the 1990s, he decided that the, the top place for him for power lifting, and, he, and it was true, the top place for him to become a, uh, the, one of the best powerlifters in the world was Westside Barbell in Columbus, Ohio. He pulled up his stakes and moved there. Moved from the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul to Columbus, Ohio to train with the best of the best and he became one of the best. Now, what does that mean? You know, can you pull up all your stakes and move things? Maybe not, but you can say, okay, who am I around? If you're trying to learn how to handle your finances better, do you have a financial planner? If you're trying to move up the ladder at your corporation, what classes you're taking, what systems do you have to learn? What attitudes, personality changes do you have to make in yourself so you're more accepted at your job and you can work your way up through, say, management? You have to write down those things that you need to achieve. So in other words, you have to dream it, you have to believe you can do it, and then you have to plan it. We're talking about planning it. How long is it going to take? How many people do I need around me? So once we start working that, what kind of people, what kind of, do I need a better degree? Do I need to go back at night and get a degree, you know, on night, at night, online? Do I have to improve what skills what things do I have to improve about myself? What do I have to learn to be able to achieve my dream? The next step kind of goes with it, the planning and getting around people. Tell people your dream. 
Now, here's the thing, and there's actually a psychological thing. When you tell people what you're going to do, I'm training for the world championship, then there's a, some expectation in your peer group. They start asking about how's your training going, how's things going, how's the, how's the, tr- how's the weightlifting going. And all of a sudden, you know, like, oh, I really want to skip this workout, but I'm going to go in tomorrow and everybody at the office is going to talk to me about how, ask me how my training was going. So you set up some accountability by telling other people your dream. And yes, you don't have to go into details that I want to retire in a big log cabin in the San Juan Islands of Washington State, watching the orca pods migrate back and forth. You don't have to get in that details, but you can say, you know what? I'm looking to retire in the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to start working that way. Well, what things can you do? So those are some of the things that, you know, you have to tell people. So you have to dream it. You have to believe it. You have to plan for it. You know, who, who do you have to get around you? Do you have to have an accountant? Do you have to have a life coach? Do you have to have a business coach? You know, do you have to talk to your preachers and teachers and scientists? Who do you have to get around you in your group to mentor you so you can reach your dream? Then you have to tell someone else. Then the next stage is you have to see it happening as it's occurring. Now, I'm not talking some visualization or some goofy, um, you know, mind over matter, positive thinking thing. No, you got to be positive, but you have to look at these little steps of success. If you're trying to be a world champion athlete, did you have a good workout? Look at your workout and say, hey, my workout last Monday is better than two Mondays ago. And you have to see that that's part of this success. If you're trying to save up for early retirement, every time you do some savings or you get an increase on your investments and some interest come back, you have to see that as being part of your goal. It's not so much the destination, it's the journey. You've heard that, it's so cliche, but it's not, everyone says, oh, the journey is the most important. It's the steps along the journey. If I'm driving to Florida, I'm like, hey, we're in another state, four states to go, three states to go, two states to go, we're in Florida. You know, the kids can understand that, the children in the car can understand that, well, so can us adults, especially when we're trying to, you know, change something. Start making little tiny goals along the way as you're going because that's part of the bigger goal, the bigger dream. And the next thing is to work it. Have the discipline. You have to have the discipline constantly of moving you towards your dream. If you have to print pictures and put them on the refrigerator, put them in your cubicle, put them in your car of your dream house, your dream car, your dream business, maybe it's words, like where you want to move to, or, you know, I know one of my, uh, my favorite power lifters used to carry a rock, and on the rock he would write 700 because he went to bench press 700, and it would be in his pocket, and it would remind him, I'm working towards 700, and he'd pull it out and look at it. Those little reminders, those little strings around your finger as a reminder, guess what? Those are important. They help work our brain, our thalamic filter, our filtering mechanism in the midbrain that will tell you you are on the right path. And if you constantly are looking at these little goals along the way, you will get there. Work it, work it, work it. Have the discipline. Don't give up. Put things around you that keep you disciplined. 
and then enjoy it. You have to enjoy the process. You're going to you're going to get go the wrong direction a few times, especially if it's a a new dream that no one has ever gone to, a new path. Maybe there's never been a woman president. Oh, wow, there has it in this country. Well, that there's then there has to be a different way of doing it. So you're going to slip and you're going to fall. Maybe you know no one from your family's ever finished college. So you have to find other people that are in the have the same experience. And then you find people that were the first one to get a college degree in their family and you talk to them. With social media, with the connectivity we have in 2020, that is pretty easy. So you have to enjoy that process. Talk to people that have already been there and done it. Or if it's something totally new, realize that you probably will slip and fall. You're creating the trail. You're blazing the trail, as they say. Still have all the mentors around you, coaches around you, but keep moving forward. Keep driving yourself. Get out of that box you put yourself in years ago or decades ago. Get out of that self-imposed prison. Get a notebook out. Start dreaming and writing things down. And this has been another Fact Podcast. 